flings further off is Reenact. Diamond is the leader as they race along past the 1300. Opens up a couple of lengths on Dress Circle. Golden Fawn in third position. He's over racing, followed by Moon Flute Gillespie, then tie the knot. A couple of lengths then to Freemason, parked on the outside of Universal Prince, and last is Reenact. At least a dozen would cover first to lead is Universal Prince. They've covered halfway on the Chipping Norton and from Diamond, Golden Fawn is third. About three and a half to four lengths, Gillespie, followed by Moon Flute, then Freemason. A length to tie the knot and a couple of lengths to Universal Prince in company with Reenact. They're racing along the side now and coming down to approach the corner. Andress Circle leads the way from Golden Fawn, Diamond, Gillespie, Moon Flute, Freemason. Tie the knot over on the inside of Freemason. He needs a run. Universal Prince switches to the outside. Tie the knots into the clear now as they straighten. Dress Circle joined by Golden Fawn. Here's Tie the Knot. He's lengthening stride. He's coming with great guns at the 150. And Tie the Knot raced away. Universal Prince late. But Tie the Knot, the grand old campaigner, he makes racing history. Four successive Chipping Norton stakes. Tie the Knot beat Freemason and Universal Prince from Dress Circle. Golden Fawn Moon Flute. Tie the Knot winning his fourth Chipping Norton stakes. Uh, a record matched by Winks. Uh, fantastic old horse, uh, trained by Guy Walter, who is also getting tribute paid on the day. Uh, as we look back and uh, look forward to this year's edition of the Chipping Norton Stakes for progretracing.com.au. It is show us your tips, Daggy and Beaver, with you for your Saturday preview. Group 1 racing in two states. Exciting stuff going on. The sun's out. Uh, hopefully some decent tracks at both venues. Beaver, how are you, mate? Very good, thanks, Daggy. And uh, welcome, mate, to another show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how has the week treated you? Pretty quiet, you're saying? Yeah, mate, it's been pretty quiet. Um, as you know, we've uh, just done our uh, Friday night meet, uh, stayed pretty quiet during the week, and uh, yeah, hopefully for a big weekend, which uh, looks to be some really good quality racing and some, some good horses uh, back and racing, and uh, yeah, good weekend ahead. Yeah, so we'll kick off uh, in Sydney with the Chipping Norton meeting, uh, the surround as well. Uh, currently the rail's true, soft seven, been a little bit of drizzle around, but a very nice day in Sydney today, and uh, only a little bit of mizzle around tomorrow as well, so I'm thinking it'll get to better side of soft, um, and probably typical round week, so, um, hopefully not too many demons, um, exciting meeting, you happy with what you found, Beaver? Yeah, I am, mate, I think it's a pretty good meeting, um, as I mentioned, lots of good horses, pretty excited by Corford as well. Um, sorry, Flemington as well. Yep. Um, yes, so uh, look, let's have we've got a few winners um, for the punters out there. We had a pretty good weekend last weekend. Uh, got a couple of people right in that have discovered um, discovered the show. So happy to have them on board and let's get into it and give them some winners for tomorrow. Yeah, shout out. I think it was Tinkler that uh, jumped on our quarter selections and picked up the best part of 400 bucks for himself uh, from over in New yeah, Zealand. Happy days. So. So good on him uh, for jumping on board, and uh, hopefully we can keep it rolling. Um, we kick off at Randwick with the 1,000-metre highway. Did you have any interest here? I, I skipped this one. I don't do highways, mate. Yeah, we, I've barred them as well. Uh, interesting, see, from, from <laughs> July, we're going to have two, uh, one and a half highways every week. We've got the 10 race cards coming in at Sydney, and um, they're adding yeah. a, a midway. Is it the midway or the motorway or something, where it's the, the lesser trainer's have essentially a half a highway as well. So that's, I guess, more fun for us. Yeah, uh, it's good to see them getting a bit of opportunity in town, mate. So I've got no problem with that. They're just uh, hard to line them up when they get to town. 
It might they might end up being um decent form races. You might get some lightly raced, you know, borderline trainers that can take advantage of them. Uh, As we know, sometimes they're good um, form lines when they go back to the back to the back down the highway and or down the metro or whatever, whichever way they're going, and you can find some winners that way. Yeah, there was another one on Monday. Um, red colours, and it's just escaped me. Scott Singleton horse, um, but Brandon, uh, and I can't even think of the name of the horse now. But yeah, back from highway form to the bush, uh, did the job again. Let's kick off though with the metro racing race two, the twelve hundred meter. Group 2 Skyline Stakes, the lead-up for the boys into the Golden Slipper. Um, how have you approached this one? Yeah, look, uh, tricky tricky affair. Uh, there's a few horses here that don't have much uh, form under their belt and then a couple resuming and a couple with okay form. Look, I thought Shakira was pretty good last start. Um, won pretty well, gets the inside uh, draw here. And recent trial was pretty good, uh, yep. I thought. Uh, for that reason and that reason alone, I stuck with it and thought it'd be the hardest to beat. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna work on the theory that the Snowdens might have um, got a bit of their mojo back, and I like both trials of Captivant. Um, form yeah. around it stuck up pretty. Form around him stuck up pretty well. The two trials have been better. Um, the drying track is probably to the favour, and I, I'm just leading that. We see Tom Marquin back in Australia for the um, remainder of autumn, who's a, a very, very good jockey. And um, I, I'm just leading that way, away from the restricted racing of um, the millions. Uh, and I think the main danger, we don't know how good Halal is. I think they're, they're probably the three, yeah. and um, the three you need to worry about for any of the early quarties. Uh, but just going against him with, um, with the Snowden ones. The Sweet Embrace is the girls' version over the 1,200 metres, another group two. Um, we've got a nice one here, a couple of nice ones here, actually. Uh, I did like the debut of um, four moves ahead uh, for John Sargent. Right stable with uh, these young fillies. He generally finds a good one each each year. Uh, I like Nash sticking, and I thought it was a pretty dominant win. Trial's been really nice since then to come back. Uh, and away from that, the the one I will, that's 17 bucks at the moment that I'll be having something on was Jamea. Very hard to miss the run. Uh, last start, just got, got balked and then had to barge out top of the straight and flew home to just miss behind, uh, was that the Mallory race? Uh, the Tillinham race, the gaze horse there, but um, it was very nice and gate one's a bit icky, but if you're getting around 20 to 1, I think it's an easy bet to have. How are you playing the race? Yeah, I thought there was some uh, horses in here with some obvious ability here. I've gone and slightly to Mallory. I really liked um, its first up win. Uh, trialed really well before that. Uh, it was a good good win last start. Um, did get the right run, uh, but uh, produced and produced well and, and won with something in hand. Look, it's drawn off the track, which is a slight concern to me, so I'm hoping that um, we can get some cover from Collett. And, yes, I'm at, at the price. I think I'm just leaning slightly that way in front of four moves ahead. Cool. Yeah, the Racing New South Wales map has it um, about fifth back in the running line. So if it can slot in there, uh, yeah, don't, I don't think it's going to get the worst run in the world from there. Um, that Yeah, no knocks on that one. Race four, the uh, Liverpool City Cup over 1,300 metres. And uh, have we seen, I've just got to check the scratchings now. It looks like 
uh, yeah, I am Superman's come out. So that's the question there. That's right. Yeah, so it's gone down to Melbourne, so I'll save that chat. Um, how do you like this race? Yeah, tricky little affair. Uh, I was a bit disappointed with Grade when first up, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, so I don't yep. really know what to make of that run. Uh, I thought I thought it had a good enough run in transit to probably uh, win that race and just seemed to be laboring um, at the end of the race. And that was only probably a length off the winners, but it was Prophet's done, um, who doesn't win all that often. Um, so that concerns me a little bit, and it's carrying the top weight of 59 here. So it's got to give a lot of weight to some of these. I just um, I went for Creadiris, uh, just as an up-and-coming, up-and-comer. I thought the pace bit might be on here, and I'm just hoping it can uh, get a good run in transit uh, out to the 1300 and finish over the top of them. Cool. Rachel King flying. So um, I like the yeah, you find her down the bottom of the weights on potentially a sticky track. I'm um, The easy bet for me to have is Trumbull. You're getting around $9 still, uh, $8.50. Uh, unbeaten on the soft, very impressive first up uh, beating standout. Uh, just didn't get around Newcastle. And uh, the two trials have been good. What I've liked about the trials is he hasn't been missing the start either. So if you remember last prep, he was missing the start and having to try and catch the field. Uh, I think if he turns up here, it's an easy each-way bet to have uh, from the up-and-comer, Cry Dearest. And I think everything else in this race, and I would have backed I Am Superman if he was here, um, but everything else in this race is, um, I think, pretty well exposed and agree with your comments on Grey Worm, so not interested there. So the two for me um, yep. are those two as well. The fifth of the day is the Guy Welder Stakes. Uh, as we've mentioned, trainer of Tie the Knot, uh, Streamer, uh, plenty of other very good horses. Um, we see his group two, 1,400 metres for the girls here. Uh, and again, I think it's probably a, a race we can narrow down to a couple of chances. The only, maybe three. Um, the, the market's right, essentially. Ice Bath deserves to be favourite. Sweet Deal deserves to be second favourite. And Emeralds was a pretty good return. And... Um, I can't add much more to the race. It would just be uh, what price I get to, whether I back them. Probably Sweet Deal will be my best result in the race, given it'll be Nash on a soft lead um, with uh, with only a couple of chases. How about you? Yeah, this is a bit um, this is uh, tricky with regards to that. Look, I thought um, Ice Bath was pretty good last prep. Uh, first up was pretty a pretty reasonable run. Uh, probably didn't quite get the tempo um, and the pace in the race that it would have wanted. My concern is it may not get that again here, but so maybe Bam's on fire might go forward um, and take up the pace. Sweet deal. Um, just hoping there's a little bit of enough pace here for Vice Bath to sit behind him and uh, dragged into the race and be a little bit too strong. So I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, back Ice Bath on the base that it's a little bit fitter from last start and just gets a little bit better run uh, in probably what's, you know, there's no tally here. Yep. No, that's, uh, yep, no issues at all with that. Uh, and I assume that means Bam's confirmed to be coming up. So he's out of, she's out of Melbourne um, when we get to that race. The group one's chipping at Norton Stakes over the mile uh, is the kickoff start of the quaddy. And uh, the race previous, he won by the likes of, uh, as we said, Tyler not four times, Winks four times, twice by shootout, the likes of Lonro, Octagonal, Farlap, and last year, Tiaku Shark, the late Tiaku Shark, I suppose. Um, pretty, I thought it was a pretty easy race to do. Beaver, how do you, what are you doing? You, you 
forgiving very elegant? You're giving another chance? What do you do yeah. to her? I thought it was a pretty easy race as well, mate. I just think very elegant wins. Um, look, I wasn't disappointed in the first up run. I just don't think it was the best ride of all time. Mm. I think he got back a little bit, got stuck on the fence and then had to weave and get out and was just out too too late. I think uh, if it was put into the race a little bit earlier last start, it fit, finishes much closer. And if you reverse the runs, uh, wins easier than Colette did. Uh, look, I think the track... You know, Colette is definitely a wet tracker. Um, the improving track will be against Colette and look very elegant. It's just a better horse. Um, so, look, for me, uh, very elegant. And very elegant's my best bet of the day. Yeah, I I, I think he's, he's wrote, he ridden pretty well this week, so he might be back. But I think J-Mac had a rough couple of weeks where I just... Um, I don't think he's quite been as good as he has in the past. So... Uh, understand your logic there I, I just thought Colette was super impressive I thought she just won and by merit um blinkers off first time she was able to take a position and ran away and um I've got her marginally on top but I think it's they're the two and I'll just be if she can if very like can reel her in two very good wet trackers I don't think that's got an issue I think the only two chance the only other possible hopes holding because it'll get a soft lead according to the maps but um I'm just going to flip it and go Colette as the up-and-comer. I just thought she'd ground a little bit, very elegant, but obviously not a grand final. Obviously, she's peaking for the Queen Elizabeth in six weeks' time, so will be much improved for the run, I'd say. The Group 1 surround stakes for the Mares is race seven, and, um, well, what do we do if all is form beaver? I, I think it's all a bit... They're all tied together and all a bit <coughs> trash here, so what are you doing? Or do you want me to have a shot first? No, no, that's it's all right, mate. So I tend to agree with you there. It's all a bit tied together. It's all a bit over the shop. Dame Giselle, first up, and Hungry Heart. Uh, look, Hungry Heart's drawn off the track. For instance, it's going to have to go back. Uh, Dame Giselle. Hasn't the market just um, you know, the market's just had a, over its first up run? Look. The market's had enough of Hungry Heart, hasn't it? It's just spat it straight out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And, I mean, this is an open race, $5 a fave. I'm going to go for La Mexicana purely because yep. it's one of my horses. I think um, its form's good enough for a race like this. You know you, you know what you're going to get. Uh, it's going to go forward. It's going to sit on the pace, and it's going to put itself into the race at some stage. Uh, and, again, I think, it'll, I think with 100 to go, 150 La Mexicana is going to be hitting the front and something's going to come over the top of it. I don't know whether anything can in this race. Um, so for, for that reason, um, yeah, I'm going to stick with uh, my horse La Mexicana. Um, I'll put a line through the horse likes of away game. Um, you know, maybe something like Montefilia Fresh uh, could be a knockout if the pace is on and gets the right run. Uh, yeah, I am with you 100%. La Mexicana on top from me, um, just because they're also... I'm, I'm more forgiving of Dame Giselle than I am of the rest of the ones that went through that lead-up race. Um, not interested in backing any of them. La Mexicana is going to sit probably leaders back or outside lead. Tom Marquand on um, very honest trier, and this is a race full of, um, shall we say, less than honest triers. Um, the only, and the other bet is the easy one to have, which is the best horse in the race, number one, Montefilia. Eleven bucks, you back it each way. You, you probably get close to four bucks a place, unless there's and if you're not, then the, the money's definitely coming. You should be on, but um, 
only two horses I want to back. I'm pretty excited to be betting the race, to be honest with you. Um, I'll probably yeah, throw Dangerous Ellie in the quaddy just to get away from just as the other different form line there. Um, I think we've probably covered that pretty well. I'm pretty keen to bet, to be honest. Yep, me too. Race 8, benchmark 88. Uh, two more races for the day where I am pretty keen to bet as well because I think this is an absolute moral in race 8. The favourite, Great House. Um, yep. Random up first start in Sydney. This race is uh, pretty ordinary, and if this is going places, this will brain them again, and I think it's still even money, isn't it? $2.50, mate. Yep, bet up. Um, Six to four. Anything bet to add? Yeah. No. You're all over it. Yeah. The only, the only one, just because I don't know how good Skylab is, that'll go into Quaddy. Um, but apart from that, yep, nothing more to add there. And the last, uh, I, I started out thinking this might have been the same. Um, do you like the favourite here as a cat? Yeah, I think the cat wasn't bad. I think back to Sydney probably suits it, the Sydney way of going. It's drawn three. Um, don't know how well it handled up the straight. Uh, I couldn't, up. I couldn't uh, work out if it half turned it up or half just wasn't on the right leg at the right time when I watched the replay. It sort of yeah. got a really high head carriage and it just... I don't know. I don't know how I what to make of that, but I think it should win this race. And sometimes they could. That can happen, and they're a little bit fresh. Yeah, um, and that can also um, happen as well. So I think it's a little bit uh, fitter here. Um, and certainly, there's a couple resuming that you couldn't uh, rule out. Lena's hero was very good in a trial, uh, so it could well be beat. Uh, well, uh, run well. And yeah, that's a cat for me. I just think it gets drawn drawn well and uh, gets all the favours. Yeah, da- only danger for me is Lucci Lucci Cello, Lucci Cello, uh, who's tried quite well and um, just lightly raced, uh, lightly raced honest little mare. But um, I think Zacat, if it's going to win a race, it'll be this one. Um, let's wrap up our thoughts in Sydney. I'll let you can do the quaddy in Sydney, actually, Beaver. Having talked that up, I'll uh, leave no this one to you. Do you want to have a crack at this? Yeah, I will have a crack. Um... First leg, uh, six and seven. Yep. Just standing those out, going a little bit skinny. Uh, play it. I'm going to play it a little bit wider in the next le- next leg, and I'm going to go one, three, six, seven, and nine. Yep. In the eighth leg, I'm uh, going to make it s- no, stand out number ten. And I'll finish in the last with numbers one, three, four, six. Uh, four's out. And ten. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Subadar's gone down to Melbourne. Eight. Sorry. Yep. I meant. Yep. One, three. No, sorry. Not four. Let me start again. One, three, five, six, and ten. Cool. I think we've, uh, you've covered it off pretty well there. Eh? Uh, your best and value in Sydney? Yeah, my best comes up in race eight, number 10, Great House. And my value bet comes up in race seven, number nine, La Mexicana. Uh, I'm with you. Best of the day, Great House in race eight. My value is in race four, uh, Trumbull. Uh, hopefully can steam over the top of him at a, a reasonable price there. 
progretracing.com.au. We need to give them a plug. Check them out for their extensive guides and free tips every day. Uh, plenty going on there. Um, as we head down to Flemington for Australian Guineas Day, good track racing, the tr- rail in the two-metre mark. Yeah, all the, apart from last week where perhaps it may have been a little bit overwatered on the inside at Caulfield, all the Melbourne tracks have been playing fantastic, so no issues with the track. Should play like typical Flemington. Uh, and we kick off with the 1,000 metres for the two-year-olds up the straight. Did you have an opinion to kick us kick us off down south? I didn't, mate. I left this one alone, and um, I'll save it for some later races like I did in Sydney. No, that's cool. Uh, nice. Um, yeah, the market's about right again. Tycoon Hummer looks a nice horse. Very good debut at Bendigo. Kalos finished alongside Talia. Not Talia. Uh, the other blue colours. Telluride, not too far from here, in a very... Good run at Mooney Valley and um, Wanneroo couldn't keep up with them on debut and then um, just exploded and um, hit the line like what might be a good horse. But we're interested to see how the slower pace up the straight might suit it. But the market's in the right order there. Nothing really to, to rubber stamp. Race two, the 2600 Roy Higgins listed race. A couple of our old uh, Wacker mates going around. Are you looking at the different form lines here, Beaver? Yeah, look, I, I'm not. I, I'm going to go with um, a little bit of our methodology here, mate. And Sydney horses going to Melbourne uh, sometimes just appear to be better. And for that reason, Sky Max uh, is going to be my tip in this race. Hard to beat. Yep, uh, me too. Uh, not much more to add. I like the um, different form. I like it's had the run over the 2400. Um, month off in between is the only concern. And I think good ideas come back pretty well this prep. Um, it's been pretty honest on pace its last two, but Skymax on top for me as well. Race three is the Group 3 Shaftesbury Avenue over the 1,400 metres. Uh, IN Superman comes down here from Sydney, and uh, I've got it on top. Uh, it was good down south, first up last prep, and um, trialled up okay. Like I said, I think the Snowdens are, are back a little bit, and... Um, I think it's the horse to beat, and uh, interesting to see the Queensland um, People's Champ, the Herovian, having a start here on the way to the All-Star Mile, having won, I think it's, what, 17 straight or something? Uh, 11 straight. Yeah. It's uh, a switch of stables, too? Uh, the Herovian? Yeah. Yeah, it was Has with... Edmunds always had that? No, it was with, I think it was with a bush trainer, and it's come up to Edmunds uh, this prep. Yeah. So I th- um, someone will probably correct me, but I th- believe that's the case. Because um, I thought the rest of the... I thought Sierra Sue was pretty disappointing first up and um, just looking for different it forms. It was. It was. It was. But um, both starts in Sydney have probably been the worst two starts that um, Sierra Sue's had. Uh, and 12th in uh, behind Colette's... Um, Last start, and then prior to that, what was it, last year in whatever it was, uh, one of the miles. Um, yeah. That wasn't the worst run in the world. Uh, prior to that, had two outstanding wins down in Melbourne. Going back to Melbourne with with having run in Sydney, um, I'm willing to forgive it, and I'm actually going to put Sierra Sue on top to uh, strike back and produce its better form. Well, that, and, uh, that, yeah. that Flemington win was probably its best win. Um, three yeah. starts back, so... Uh, and it was wide first up, so perhaps you can forgive that. Race yep. number four, 
as I wait for my best bets to update. Uh, the benchmark 90. And um, we see, I think, Subadar's been sent down here looking for dry tracks, I'm guessing. It should get this tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and after its nice return behind all-time legend, I think everyone in Sydney's been waiting for it to start again. And I think it, it wins this race. I hope so. $4, I think it's a good price. Yeah. And I think it'll be hard to beat. Um, yeah, so keen on Subidar, but main danger, Labor Rod. I thought this last run was pretty good um, in a good race and certainly comes across with a bit of a wrap from WA. So uh, Subidar for me. Yep, me too. Uh, one of the better bets on the program, I think. Uh, Groundswell uh, is a horse of ability around $8. Might be the, the alternative if you're looking for one. Another uh, another WA horse featuring here, I think, in the Bob Hoisted, the 1,000 metres up the straight, race five. Um, you like the grey, Fabagino? Yeah, I think Fabagino gets the right race here. Uh, this is certainly down in class on uh, a few Lightning. of the previous runs. We know how well how well Fabagino goes up the straight. 1,000 metres is, is the ideal distance. Um, this is not a super... Uh, Difficult field. Um, Alberta uh, has been good, but uh, in Adelaide goes pretty quick. It's going to get tested up the straight, and Muntasira can run well fresh. Yeah, great, uh, great yeah, trial. Fabagino. Yeah, Fabagino uh, slightly ahead of Muntasira for me. Yep, uh, I'm with you. Not much more to add. The only two misses up the straight were both Group Ones chasing Bivouac and Nature Strip, and not that far off Nature Strip, really. Um, so, yeah, easy yeah. horse to fight here. And, again, $4 seems like a good bet to me. Race number six is the 1,600-metre Dali Blamey Stakes. Group two here, the last two years, was won by 50 stars who's in the race. Um, where do you want to kick off? Yeah, good race. Um, some good horses here. Look, I'm going to go best of days. I'm gonna I'm gonna take it on the basis that last run was you know the last couple of runs have been the best of its career it's in career best form one easily last start controlled the tempo you know bit it maybe a little bit of bias in the Caulfield track but I think here it's going to do exactly the same it's going to go to the front um, and if it can continue on uh, where it's left off uh, hardest to beat um, Buffalo River chasing uh, I'll put Buff I'll put the favourite on top Buffalo River I thought it was a great return. Uh, just nabbed in on the post by Regards Marie, who's flying. The form around it's all stacked up. And um, if she repeats that, I think there's not much pace. Buff uh, Best of Days had a bit of a Christmas party last time with no pace. Now it's got to chase Buffalo River. But um, just going with that. And I think they've put it up silly odds again. I think um, Irish Flame can potentially run a place here at 40 to 1. Yep. The Group 1, is it the Group 1 next? The uh, Group 1 Australian Guineas, the mile for the three-year-olds. Cracking little race, um, but I'm, I'm pretty keen. Uh, do you want to go first? Or no, you're make keen, narrative? you go. Uh, Ole Kirk might be immoral here. This is $8. It's coming. It doesn't handle the wet at all. It, it got stuck on the inside last week in the wait-for-age race in the, the worst part of the track. Uh, comes here, gets a dry track. Third up, quick backup as well. Karen McAvoy on 
drawn to just get the right, drawn to get a nice swooping run from gate 15. And at $8, I think is a fantastic each way bet going out air. We've seen in the past the Hawks are a grand final team that get them ready for one race. Uh, and in the past, they've gone through and set up horses like All Too Hard and even Ole Kirk with um, going through wait for AJ races and then coming back to three year olds. And I just think it's at around the $8 mark. Fantastic bet, Ole Kirk. The only one I really want to back in the race. Um, and got respect. Oh, Tangelo was good last week, but got respect for the filly down the bottom as well. Uh, Zoo Dancer, just because the rest uh, are all sort of tied together. How are you looking at this one? Yeah, I'm going. To, I'm going to put him down the bottom of the uh, weights in Zoo Dancer. Uh, I thought his last run was explosive, and I thought the way it just produced and let down, and I think it could have won by more. Uh, and yeah, it's it was good times. And look, I think it gets the same run here, so I think it's going to be super hard to beat. Jamie Carr aboard, you can't knock that. So for me, Zoo Dancer. Uh, Ole Kirk, you make a good case for. Tangaloa produced uh, a really nice run last start. And Cherry Tortini's not without a chance um, as well in a race like this. But, yeah, for me, Zoo Dancer with, um, in a pretty good field. Cool. Uh, the English Dash, 1,100 metres up the straight. Uh, is, I believe this is a sales-restricted race, given it's English. And it looks like all the horses came through the Sydney English race a couple of weeks back. Um not a race I'm particularly keen on going wet to dry. Uh, do you have any opinion here? I don't have a, much of an opinion here, mate. It's really hard to line these up. And certainly, you know, most of them going down the straight for the first time as well. It's uh, really hard to get a line on this. Uh, you know, if I was forced to have a pick, I'll probably go the bopper. Um, just, just on... Uh, Last few runs prior to the last, last start, drawn the outside. Um, might just enjoy it down the straight, but I'm just specking there. Yeah, I, just because my default is, usually is is to look for the different form. Celestine first up might be the one I'll um, back here, around $8 mark, and it's just away from that wet track lead-up where it's been won by a... When, and it might be a good horse rocketing by, but when $26 chance wins a lead-up on a wet track, it's hard to want to take too much of that form so just Celestina each way yeah. for me might be the play there and we finished the last with uh probably doesn't get any easier the group three Francis Tressidy over the 1400 meters uh very interesting race because we've got some probably the two best horses looking for getting ready for the all-star mile at the top of the weights and then some up-and-comers down in the weights so how have you what's well, a set weights actually um how have you approached this any real opinion? Yeah, pretty pretty difficult race. Um, but I've gone for Chalet. Chalet. Chale, yeah, Chalet. Um, number 11. Yep. Chalet, um, however you want to say it. Thoughts uh, resuming. Uh, 1,400 suits uh, first up. Uh, one well first up last preparation. Um, ran in some uh, good races and wasn't disgraced. Uh, hopefully the pace is on here and this horse is fresh and ready to go first up. Um, jumped out well. Spec it at odds. Yeah. No, cool. And it was a, just a freak of a win first up last time. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of look towards that as well, that one. And Paul's Regret, I think, are the two um, that I'm sort of looking to play here. 
without any real confidence. As I've said, the two best horses are the two at the top, but might not be set up, especially for this new uh, graceful glamour. Rolls forward, and I'll probably end up having something on my girlfriend in good health at 30 to 1, because I usually do. Um, tough way to finish the day. Let's have a quick look at the quaddy, which is f- uh, a tough one for tomorrow. Uh, 4, 5, 7, and 11 into 1, 2, 3, 4, and 16. Into 2, 3, 4, 6, and 13. Home with almost the field. 1, 2, 3, 6, 8, 10, and 11. Um, very much a flexi quaddy day, but... Um, we had a bit of luck with that last week. Your best at Flemington. Yeah, my best comes up in race five, number two, Fabergino. And your value? My value bet comes up in uh, race six, number five, best of days. Very good. I'll make my best Subida. Uh, I think those two straight races are good betting races. And uh, Ole Kirk, as I've, for all the reasons outlined, will be my value. Lastly, we've got uh, a couple of things. We've got to quickly plug progripracing.com.au. We've got to... I've got to tick off my list here. We've got to spend some money in our punters club, which um, needs some money at the moment, Beaver. 100 bucks to spend. Do you want to do yeah. that first, or do you want to do Queensland first? Uh, I'll do Queensland first, mate, because uh, you know how much I, I do love um, going up to Queensland. Yep. Uh, some interesting races there tomorrow. Um, so... Hard to find a couple of winners, but you know I always do. Uh, race, my first comes up in race five, number one, Kishikana, that $4 mark. Back. Uh, expecting, that, expecting that to um, come back to four. Uh, my, next best, my next bet comes up in race seven, number seven, Gem of Scotland. Yep. And my last one there comes up in race eight, number two, Ligulate which I've um, tipped a last start. I am. Um, Andy Malian's about my favourite jockey up there. Jeez, he's riding well, Andrew Malian. Yeah, it goes good. Um, and over in Adelaide, I've got uh, just just one on a tough day, but race three, number four, second slip. Uh, should just win that. You're getting even money. Uh, let's spend, very quickly, yeah, we've mentioned progress racing. We've got to spend 100 bucks each. How are we going to do that? Yeah. Okay, Max. Uh, How'd you go last week? You had hundred bucks. Both your both our multis fell over. I think. Yeah, I think I I think I didn't do. Uh, no, no, no good, mate. Yeah. But tomorrow is a different day, so I'm going to go at Ramwick. I'm going to go race six, number six, very elegant. All on to Great House for fifty dollars. Yep. And then my other bet comes up in uh, Melbourne. I'm going to go $50 on Fabergino. Very good. I'm going to have 25 each way on Ole Kirk, around the $8 mark, um, to return about 260 bucks. hopefully. Uh, 30 on Subadar at the $4, yeah, for your 120 back, and tw- the remaining 20 will go on Buffalo River for me. Um, so just looking to get off the mark now. <laughs> Nothing too too scary there. Um so, so, so it's been a challenge for you to do that at cricket, mate. So. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, I blame the grass. Um, let's yeah, <laughs> um, quick plug as well for anyone who enjoys my dulcet tones. Footy and Frothy's podcast, which I'm a host of, is back too for a deep dive every week into uh, rugby league. That's back. We're doing our full season preview tonight with a couple of special guests. So check that out on Spotify and iTunes, as well as, of course, progretracing.com.au. 
where you'll find us twice a week, every week for free. You'll find our Vebu Insight. Uh, have a good weekend, Beaver. You too, mate. And good luck tomorrow, punters. We will talk to you all next week.